Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, this is Katherine Avery. I'm your host of the Uncluttered Office and also owner of productivitybydesign.com where I help busy professionals get back their time, space, and information. And in light of that, we are now moving on from uncluttered holidays, which was amazing. I hope you had wonderful holidays and you have an amazing new year. It's hard to believe it's 2020. I'm going to start this year off in the month of January talking about how you plan. So really technically, planning should occur back the month before in December but I was busy talking about uncluttered holidays. So some of you may not have your plan together yet, and that's okay. Let's talk about why it's important to plan. Especially important if you're running a small business. If you're in a large company, believe me, there are people in your business who are probably already taking care of all this. But even if you're in a company and you're just in a division, you still want to plan for your division. You want to make goals for yourself and for your employees. You don't really want to be running your business by the set of your seats seat of your pants. I was thinking about sets of building plans, which I'm about to get to. So don't fly by the seat of your pants and definitely have a set of great plans. So here's the deal. If you're building a house, you need a set of plans for building that house. Otherwise, how are you going to know where the foundation goes or any other aspect of that house? That's the designer in me that we're going to use this analogy. So with your plans, you have goals. Your goal is to build a house or put on an addition, et cetera. In your business, your goal might be that you're going to create a podcast. That was my goal in 2018, and it was up and running by 2019 because I had a plan to make it happen. So with a plan, you know what your scope of your project is. And what scope means is really the size and the elements that are included in your plans. You can estimate how much time it's going to take to implement your plan and what resources you will need to allocate to it. So that scope is about those resources, same concept. Everyone knows what their job is. You can hazard a guess at areas where you might have challenges. You can measure your success after the fact and learn from any mistakes you might have made. Sorry, there's no construction that doesn't have mistakes. There's probably no plan that doesn't have mistakes. I had no idea when I was setting up a podcast that I would need to have three or so podcasts pre-recorded. I thought, oh, I'll put one up, and then I'll kind of do it every week. Um, No, that's not really how it works. Needed a plan. And the bottom line is when you have a plan, you can follow it. You've got to follow the plan, or it's not going to be very effective, right? And you can get more done. So let's talk about sort of the fun part. 
which types of planners you want to use. So there are paper planners. They can be calendars or planner books, and there are digital planners. The advantage is to using paper, or you can think better on paper. The best way you remember is by writing things down by hand, and that's proven by science. It's more visual. Your brain can make mental maps of where things are. It's sort of like when you remember a specific line from a book and you have no idea what the context might be, but you could probably remember where it was on a page. Okay, the left hand, bottom left of the page. You may take more detailed notes because you're writing by hand. Digital advantage. It's in the cloud and you can't lose it. And yes, that's completely me. I already have to keep track of my keys, my glasses, and sometimes my kid. I don't really want to have to keep track of my planner too. You carry your planner around on your phone. And don't tell me you're not glued to your phone. Most of us are. I am completely guilty of this. My phone goes everywhere with me. If it's in my calendar on my phone, it will happen. Hilariously enough, I just had something ding reminding me of something I need to pick up at the store. Yes, in the middle of the workday. But it will help me remember, and it's great. And I have the iWatch, and so my calendar stuff pops up on my watch, which is pretty funny. Actually, the whole thing with the iWatch is pretty funny. I guess they don't call it iWatch. I think they call it Apple Watch. At any rate, I like to call it iWatch because everything else is I under Apple. I, is that you get phone calls on it. I mean, I feel like I'm on the bat phone, like some crazy technology. It's so cool. Anyway, back to digital planning. It can be highly customizable. I'm stumbling on words today. So that you can create what you want within the digital you use less paper, which means we're saving trees. I'm all about saving trees. It's great for recurring tasks and reminders. I just mentioned that. I absolutely love those. <laughs> I love that it dings quietly. I did not love the very loud alarm clock sound this morning that was just like something out of a horror movie. Uh, I was sure we were all going to die. <laughs> I know my heart stopped. And I also kind of sort of remember grumpily asking my husband to please change that alarm. At any rate, I'm okay. We all lived. Other digital, no erasing or whiteout needed. I used to be the queen of whiteout. Oh my gosh, what a mess I would make. Do people even use whiteout anymore? That I don't even know. Anyway, I'm betting you can guess based on the advantages which kind of planner I prefer. So you'll want to look for specific things in your planner, room to write things down or type. You'll probably want a daily to-do list or ability to plan out the month. You really want to think about what your goals and needs are. You know, are you keeping track of finances? Are you figuring out your goals? Are you do work, focusing on self-care, et cetera? There are dozens of paper planners out there, and most of them are really segmented by goals. You've got your traditional planner, which I would kind of call a productivity and date style planner. It's about your to-do list, very oriented towards date and getting things done. Productive Environment Institute, which I'm a part of, recommends the planner pad. I unfortunately don't have a link to it, but I will try and get that. And when I do, I'll pop it in the notes. All of these other ones I'm about to mention will have links in the show notes. Panda Planner Pro. When I was reading reviews, I almost want to buy this one. And it's so funny because I have to say every year I think I'm going to buy a Panda Planner. And then I don't do it because I just know what's going to happen. Even though it sounds amazing, I'm not going to use it. I'm just not a written 
planner person. I have beautiful planners for multiple years gathering dust on my shelves. If you are a planner user and I have a client who will attest, she will absolutely jump on and say that I totally say it's awesome that she uses a paper planner. It's more important to plan than it is to worry about how you're planning and what vehicle or tool you're using. I'm not about telling people what tools they should use in their business or in their life. So the Panda Planner Pro, the only sort of negative or positive, depending on which kind of person you are, is you have to write the dates and they're not filled in for you. The plus for that, for someone who's not much of a keeping on top of it, you know, they start in January and then they forget about it and use it in March. Uh, there are a lot of people like me who are executive function disorder in this world. We don't always remember to stay on top of certain things, hence why I lost the paper planner because it just didn't work for me. And that's okay. It's great if it works for you. But for other folks, they may go crazy not having the dates pre-written in. And it's really up to you. There's a planner called You Are a Badass. I absolutely love the book. I look at the planner and it looks super fun. And hey, I just would probably love walking around having something that says I'm a badass on it because I am. You might be looking at a personal growth planner. These are more along the lines of your fitness, your wellness, your self-care. Think if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you might want to try and use a personal growth planner. I'm a little snarky, as you all know. And there's actually one out there called Zanaz Flip. Starts with an F. Practicing the mindful art of not giving a sh. Yeah. So it makes me laugh. And it is just the ultimate in snarky journaling. If you are proper, don't swear. God bless you if you don't. Or if you're faint of heart, I do not recommend this planner for you. For you, there's Erin Condren's Happiness Blooms from Within. Equally effective, much less snarky. Finally, there's financial planning. You might want to be taking care of tracking your bills and your budgeting. And I recommend Box Clever Press Budget Planner. It's got a hard cover. It's a great starting point. And I noticed as I was reading the reviews that the improvements people had asked for in the comments had actually been approved upon for this year. And I give a lot of credit to a company that will do that. Oh, whoops, I, not finally. There's also bullet journals. I think the reason that I forgot bullet journals is I just don't understand them at all. But I have friends and colleagues who swear by bullet journals. I don't understand them at all. Uh, there's this whole coding thing of how you write things on the grid. It's written by Ryder Carroll, the inventor of this bullet journal. I'm telling you, people swear by it. I've listed his book below. You can read all about it at the Bullet Journal Method by Ryder Carroll. I am sure it's fantastic because people absolutely adore the system. Like I said, I don't get it. I'm not going to be the one to tell you how to do it because it's just out of my mind zone, which is funny because I understand it's really very visual. Anyway, there's a dotted grid notebook and planner. I also recommend to go with it. And there you are. Those are some journals and planners for you as your paper planning in 2020. You can plan on a calendar and that is what I do. I actually cut different colored sticky notes on and I move them around to figure out timing of various projects. It's very, very visual and customized and color coded. And then from there, I input that information into my Asana, which is digital planning. I jumped a little ahead. So let's talk about digital. I am almost entirely digital. Literally, it's that one calendar hanging on the wall. 
Otherwise, I am all in Google Calendar and Asana. And Asana, you probably have never heard of. I'm guessing you've heard of Google Calendar. It's a project management software, and it's free. And in Asana, you can track everything and manage it all in one place. You can collaborate with your team members. And my favorite part is when I select a project in Asana to send it to Google Calendar, each of those steps are auto-populated into my Google Calendar. It really takes a lot of the stress and onus off of me. That is not a lot about Asana. That is kind of the 30,000-foot overview. I love Asana. We'll do an entire podcast this later this month. I'm not sure which week yet, but stay tuned because that will be happening in the month of January. I'm happy to talk to you about Asana. Asana is not the only project management software out there. There are tons from Trello to Basecamp. You really want to look into what's best for you and your company. Again, I'll be talking about that when I talk about Asana. Okay, so guess what? Surprise bonus. I have just discovered that there's a combo while I was doing all the research for this. Who would have thought? But it's the digital age, folks. So we can have all the things. Get this. If you are like me and don't want to lose your planner, but really love the idea of the concept behind a paper planner, you can actually create one digitally. And I think I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to hear about how this works. And it's like a writing style planner. And like I said, you can't lose it. Well, unless you lose your phone or your iPad. A couple ways you can do this. First of all, you could do it on PowerPoint. I have to tell you, this sounds absolutely onerous to me. I can absolutely make a beautiful deck and presentation on PowerPoint. Not like a pro, but it definitely looks really nice. But I just envision for me, this would be the time-wasting rabbit hole for me. I'd be way too worried about making designs pretty. But go for it if this is for you. Apparently, you can use Keynote. It's an Apple app, and it's free. I started reading about this and got into hyperlinks, et cetera. And I have to say, I would have to do a lot more research to understand it. But if Keynote is something you use, please let me know. I'd love to hear what it's like. I'm going to give you my contact information below in the links. And my email is productivitybydesign1 at gmail.com. Please contact me. I'd love to hear about it. Finally, I'm going to talk about the GoodNotes app. This looks so super interesting to me. I was doing a little bit of a review of it. And all I'm going to say is this. Kim Klassen, I took a writing class with her. She's amazing. And Kim is offering a class on GoodNotes. Write. That's what she's calling a class. W-R-I-T-E. It starts on January 6th. I believe I'm going to be taking this class because it sounds fascinating. I'm telling you, she teaches a great class. You need an iPad and you need either an Apple Pencil or a writing stylus. I'm also including the link to this class in the show notes. It's $49, I think, right now, which is an incredible deal for a class on how to set this up. There are a lot of sort of pre-done pages and sections, so you can create it and then you can write directly into it on your iPad. This is so something I think I would do. Maybe you will too. Love to see you in the class. Love Kim. She's so calming and creative and brilliant. So that's it for paper versus digital and the various kinds of planners you could be using in 2020. Which one do you like, digital or paper? Like I said, I'd love for you to reach out and let me know, productivitybydesign1 at gmail.com. Over the next three weeks, we'll be talking about planning. 
everything from project management software to using your calendar to specifically how I lay out my goals on a three-year, one-year, 90-day, and 30-day plan. So get ready for it. Juicy, awesome content coming here in the month of January. I am looking forward to an amazing 2020, and I hope you are too. Wishing you all success. And just know that January means we're starting to count down through the end of winter. And by really saying that, I don't really think that's true. But I'm thinking about summers and beaches and sun, and it's only January. (laughs) Hope you all have a great month. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.